All this week on 10-Minute Food Truck Training, we are talking about the steps necessary to get started with your food truck business. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, my name is Bill Moore, founder of foodtrucktraining.group, and welcome to the 10-Minute Food Truck Training Podcast. This is Getting Started Week, and today we're talking about a test. Yes, there's going to be a test. Didn't know that, did you? Most states have two types of requirements for food service employees. You might be familiar with the one that's referred to as a food handler card. What you may not know is every restaurant has at least one and may have several certified food managers. The food handlers work under the authority and guidance of the certified food manager. So yes, that kid that's running a shift at McDonald's had to take a test, and he had to pass that test on food safety. And most likely, the test was given from a company called ServeSafe. There's other companies, and they provide the exact same training and the same testing, but ServeSafe is the most famous. And people use that generically now when they're referring to a certified food manager. A certified food manager is an essential part of the food safety culture that keeps your guests safe from foodborne illnesses. When your customers are safe and happy, then you can maximize your business potential and stand out from the poorly trained and sometimes even unlicensed competition. The Food Safety Manager Certification Program, all it does is is assess the knowledge and the skills of entry-level food managers. They use recognized exam development procedures that are established by ANSI, nationally established standards for testing. So no matter which company that you go for, whether it's ServeSafe or 360 Training or some of the others, they all use the exact same knowledge base and testing procedures. So there's, again, no change in the difficulty. There's no change in the material. It's all presented the same way. When you take the course and the test, the benefits to you and your business include, number one, it's going to assess your current knowledge level and your skills, so it helps you to learn things. Number two, it satisfies the person in charge regulations most state inspections have. And then it promotes food safety within your business so that you're not making people sick. Now, some states don't require having a certified food manager. And people, for some reason, think that's a smart move not to get it because the state doesn't require it. You know, because it costs like $170 for the the booklet and the test. And they freak out that that's too much money to spend to keep their guests safe. If you're thinking that $180 is too much money to spend to make sure you don't make people sick, this is not the business for you. Don't bother getting into it. I do not care if your state requires it or not. You need to get it. And here is why you need to get it. All of the states base their inspection forms on the one the FDA puts out. They might be formatted just a little bit different. They might have different verbiage on them. But they do have one thing in common. And that is this phrase. Person in charge is present, demonstrates knowledge, 
and performs duties. Pretty clear cut there. Person in charge is present. The person in charge is the one that's responsible for all the employees doing their job safely so that no one is going to be able to get sick from the food. Okay, so the person has to be there. If they're not there, you can't win the points for that. Demonstrates knowledge and performs duties. So here are the three ways that the FDA code says you can satisfy that particular section. By complying with this code and having no violations of priority items during the inspection. That's one way. So what that means is there's certain things that have a priority and a higher priority. So for instance, your refrigeration needs to be under 40 degrees, 40 and under. So if you're at 42, that's a priority violation. And that has a heavier weight. And because you've had that violation now, you cannot also pass that other section where I read the person in charge is present, demonstrates knowledge, and performs duties. Because you haven't performed the duty. So you don't get that point. So you get dinged in two areas. So let's say you have no priority violations. That's a good thing. And then you get the points in the other one. Or you can be a certified food protection manager who has shown proficiency and passed a test. And then it automatically gives you the points in that other section. So now you've got the point. Or you can correctly respond to the inspector's questions as they relate to the specific food operation. The health inspector can come up to you and quiz you. So you're in the middle of a super busy hour. The health inspector shows up and says, hey, I'm here to do your inspection. You have to let them in. You cannot deny, deny them access. So they come in, they start doing the inspection. And they go, hey, are you a certified food manager? And you go, no, I'm not. And he says, no problem. I have a few questions for you. And there are 17 examples of questions they can ask. 17. So let's just pick one. He could walk up to you and say, can you describe the relationship between the prevention of a foodborne disease and personal hygiene of a food employee? So, if you were not good in essay questions in high school and college, this might stump you because you have to explain that particular question. If you don't, what that does is tells him, okay, this person doesn't know what they're doing, so we don't get the points on that one section, and he starts to be a little bit more serious about the other sections, and he's going to start to mark off things that you may have otherwise gotten had you been able to answer that question, or shown him your certificate and said, yes, I am certified. And like I said, there's 17 other possible questions they can ask. And don't think you can read the 17 and go, yeah, I got this. Because here's another one. Starting with the required food temperatures and times for safe food cooking of all time temperature control for safety food, including meat, poultry, eggs, and fish. Can you explain those procedures to me as they relate to your whatever your product is? Because now he's going to want to hear how you handle the food, where you get it from, where it's stored, when it's no longer in storage, how's it being prepared, how's it being handled, how's it being cooked, how's it being held, and what are those temperatures for each one of those stages? So if you didn't take time to take the test because it cost $200, you're probably not going to know the answer to that either. Let me give you one more question. He could ask you, can you explain to me how the person in charge, the food employees, and any conditional employees or part-timers comply with reporting responsibilities and exclusions or restrictions of food employees? That's a question. Now, what does that mean? Because if he reads it verbatim, I can guarantee most people don't know what he's talking about. So if you don't understand the question, how can you answer it? You might get lucky and actually work in a state that doesn't require the certified food manager protection. And that's yet. Most states are adopting it. The ones that don't require it now are going to adopt it. But it's a necessary tool to help you operate safely. 
So if your state doesn't require them and you're brave enough to hope that you either don't mess up on an, on an inspection to where he starts to ask you questions and quiz you, you're just crossing your fingers and hoping, that's okay. But I'm going to tell you right now, you should go ahead and get that test and you should go ahead and take it. Don't care if your state mandates it or not. It's going to help you to be a better business person. There are several companies that offer the test. I already talked about SurfSafe. There's one called Learn to Serve. There's another one called 360 Training. There's NRFSP. I've taken tests from all of those except Learn to Serve, and the tests are nearly identical. There are a multitude of practice tests online. There's a lot of learning online. You can can go into the test very confident and pass it. The book for the Serve Safe is, it's an eight and a half by 11 size book. It's a big book. It's only, I want to say about 180 pages or so at the most. If it's even that, maybe less than that. But the pages don't have a lot of information on it. There's a ton of pictures. There's a ton of graphs and ridiculously wide margins for you to write notes in. So it sounds like a lot of pages, but it's not really a, a very information laden book. So it doesn't take long to go through it. If you test well, then you'll you'll be able to pass this just by reading the book. If you're one of those folks that don't test well, you may need to take the course. They design the courses to get people through and pass the test. So having said all that, I don't want you to confuse a food handler certificate with a certified food manager certificate. They are two different things. And there's one state that I know of that requires all of the employees, including the owner, to have a food handler certificate. Here's the problem with that. It's a employee level card and it has elementary school level training. The certified food manager is the one that can do that training and is responsible for recording training dates and that type of thing in all the other states except this one state. And they think that a food handler certificate makes everything safe. It does not because there's no one responsible now to make sure the food is being served in a wholesome environment. So if you live in a state that says all you need is a food handler, that's awesome. You're going to have to get the food handler, but I strongly urge you to be the better business person and get the certified food manager training. Your guests will appreciate it and your staff will appreciate you being able to teach them why you have to do things a certain way. Tomorrow, we're going to talk about overly restrictive laws and how you can counter them legally. If you're enjoying our chats, please support the podcast by clicking that support button and giving a monthly donation. If your budget only has room for a one-time donation, I got you covered. There's a link in the description for that as well. Either way, it means the world to me. If you like being around positive, like-minded people, you need to join our Facebook group. It's called Food Truck Training, and there's going to be a link in the description for that as well. Thank you guys so much for listening, and as always, stay profitable, my friends.